And welcome back to the basement. Oh, my Yay. God. Yay. So good to be you, here. Or for those of you who are just joining us for the first time in the basement, welcome to the Hi. basement. Hi. It's so I like lovely to differentiate between. Although I doubt we have any new people joining us. I'm sure it's. No, we're huge in Mexico. Are we? Yeah. When did that happen? Uh, go to our Facebook page. You'll notice how many people are actually in Mexico. Hola. We've got like 40 or 50 listeners from south of the border. In Mexico. In Mexico. Could have paid more attention when Craig Ferguson had Spanish word of the day. <laughs> Salida. The exit is right oh. there. Viva Salida. La Holy shit, did you just fire Scott in <laughs> Spanish? <laughs> okay. I did. That just, that just happened. I just but I don't speak Hasta Spanish, la vista. so I'm not leaving. <laughs> it just goes, see. I learned all of my firing techniques from Corporate Cade. Well, corporate Cade will actually fire you in any language. El quedo de completo. <laughs> El jefe de Cade. All right. Um, we, again, I think we should get the sponsors taken yeah, care of. Yeah, before we start talking about yeah. before poo and you stuff. And the things, JJs. Before bad things start happening. Yeah. Uh, I want to thank uh, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection 2033 East, 3300 South. Yay. He's a god who walks as a man. He is. and uh, because Well, he donated $100 to the Milo benefit. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, $100, $100, a $100 in... Uh, in uh, gift certificate, uh, yeah, and people bid on it, and uh, people bought raffle tickets, and so the total uh, at the end uh, of the night for Milo's uh, cancer uh, bills were uh, five thousand, almost six thousand dollars. Yeah, wow. The, yeah. the the dollar amount I was told after Shannon gave me the, the, the was like five thousand six hundred and change. Yeah, so pretty cool. Um, and it was quite an event. Here's what's really cool about it: is that if you go on the Facebook pages, there are pictures of it all over the place, and you see this. Crowded bar full of these, what most people would consider reprobates and yeah, uh, and, yeah. and scary people. Our customer base, yeah, kind of like the hipsters. Geek show. And uh, yeah, well, that's the geek show audience, really, isn't it? And uh, all these people who don't believe in heaven, I'm convinced, right. were giving money as though they needed to get into heaven. Oh yeah, it was amazing. And I got to say, uh, I got offered an apology. If I was a dick to you on Friday, I'm sorry, but I was. You were all kicking my ass left and right. I didn't even get to say hi to Carrier Jeff. I couldn't make it to the bar. No. And and I'm sorry if I stepped on your toes or, or hit you while, while I was dancing. Yeah. I feel bad. So. Did you get there after I left? No. Oh. Well, sorry. And I, I got to say crowded, one. Still, it's Burt's, you know. I got to say one other thing while we're talking about uh, donations. I have to say, uh, holy moly, the response uh, to uh, my plea to help uh, get money for my mom has been quite uh, impressive, and I thank you all so much. We, I've been sent uh, through the uh, PayPal about a, a grand. Wow! Wow! That's yeah. a third of the way there. Yeah, like, uh, and uh, we're going to raise more money on movie night. I'm hoping. So, but it's uh, <laughs> I've just like like people are sending me, uh, like a hundred dollars stuff like that. Eric tomorrow did. Uh, oh, the love you, show. Eric! Happy birthday again. And uh, Jeff Weiss sent 100 bucks, a little sweetie pants. But, uh, no, I've like, got money from England, from, well, the, from well, the U.K. That meant you had to go and get it exchanged. And stuff. Well, it, no, it, it, well, it PayPal does, does, PayPal that does for it. You. But, um, it's the magic of the interweb. I just want to say yeah. thank you so much. It's uh, really quite touching. I think so. anybody would actually mail them euros. Staggering. Anyway, uh, anyway well, that's, that's good news. So, uh, anyway, that was an ad for Dr. Volts. <laughs> well, just think Believe about it, it though. In that one ad, through yeah. the magic of media, we managed to tie Doctor Volts in with philanthropy and caring and sharing and giving and write saving lives. Write it off, Dave. Yeah. Write it off. He he does, and by the way, he likes customers. Uh, yeah, he. Uh, I, I got an email from a guy, as a matter of fact, who said, uh, "I I'm convinced now after listening to several geek shows, I need to start reading comic books." He never has, he says. Well, hmm. so uh, he's he like, only looked at the pictures. He's before. like, "What should I do?" And and I said, well, first of all, don't go to a comic book store that keeps their comics in plastic and won't let you touch them because you won't be able to find out what you want to read. Yeah, uh, what if you're an artwork guy and you don't care yeah. about a story? You'll know by looking through the comic. Go to uh, Dr. Volt's 2033, East 3300 South. He will let you well, your dirty fingers through the comic. And they also books. allow children in that store. Yeah. Don't I know it. Uh, also, uh, <laughs> PC laptops. They love you. Uh, Dan the Laptop Man's giving away another laptop, so become his friend on Facebook. I am his friend. You could win. Okay. No, probably couldn't. Probably not. Listeners. <laughs> win. Facebook, PC Laptop. I know Geek Show uh, listeners, uh, Kara was her name, uh, mm-hmm. has, has won from Dan a big, super 
duper PC laptop thing. Uh, more powerful than mine, even. I, I, I spoke to Dan the other day. He's offered to fix my crappy desktop for free. And and as somebody who's had a computer fixed by PC laptops, I can okay. tell you they do. Uh, well, let's just say it's kind of like it's kind of like going in for a nose job and coming back with a whole new face. That's the only way I can put it. Well, you mean he montages your computer? Might, I was going to well, say yeah. in a good way, not in a <laughs> yeah, no, no, in a good way, not not in a bad way. Because I, I took my computer in, it was uh, it was completely defunct, and when I got it back, it was like not only did they get rid of the the bad stuff in there, they kind of souped some stuff up, tweaked it up a little bit. So I just like that, that I'm often made fun of for my lack of interweb knowledge and i just heard carrie say big super super pc laptops thing <laughs> <laughs> that's the technical term <laughs> it's the alcohol but there you go <laughs> carrie it's only 12 30 listen, yeah. listen my thyroid <laughs> oh, oh. okay i won't get into that uh anyway so we got that going and uh thank you dan from pc laptops uh join our our facebook friends though that's that's a great way to keep in touch with the Geek Show. Yep, links uh, on geekshowpodcast.com. And geekshowpodcast.com is the website you need to go to. And interestingly enough, it's the podcast that responds to all of your posts. It's no actual person. It seems to be the GSPC that's responding. It's yeah. so strange. Like, it's become its own Hell 9000. Yeah. And it, it responds to you. It has Wait, become self-aware. It, it tells you to simmer down. Now well, I just wish we would... <laughs> Sometimes panelists will respond on Facebook, and you know you'll, they'll say Jeff says, Shannon says, but sometimes the sentient <laughs> podcast, the itself, essence of the podcast, it will just say GC, GSPC says, GSPC says, Wait. what are you wearing? And that's Scott film. That's Scott doing that. Scott's stuff. doing that. Yeah. Yes, he is. <laughs> what? what? Facebook? Huh? I keep getting the heads up that uh, Scott Pierce is a friend of yours. Reconnect with Reconnect him. Reconnect with my, him. My favorite, my favorite thing is, is when Facebook shows a picture of you. It's your cartoon picture from Derek, and it says, Hope Scott find his friends. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I made Zach my son. I want to. I want to. I want to now design a video game in in Game Maker called Help Scott Find His Friends. <laughs> I, and then it will be Help Scott Find His Hat. I was sitting in the middle of my lovely TV critics thing, looking at my son's help, Facebook, and I was Scott abused. find his keys. <laughs> help Scott find his front door. <laughs> hey, I wasn't home for weeks. At level level fourteen. It's Scott Pierce's car in a parking lot I, at Walmart. I keep Helps getting Scott these weird alerts on Facebook that says uh, Scott Pierce is lurking on your page and pleasuring himself to your pictures, <laughs> which has been really quite. Uh, I've never seen that update. Wow, I didn't know it did that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Facebook while, is watching you, bro. Well, you could explain something to me though, because my sister keeps having these things about how she has farm animals or something on the trees. Oh, no, you don't want to go there. Don't right? go. No, don't no, start no. the don't farm. Don't go to Farmville. No, I I I think don't it's so go odd. Back to farm. Bill. It kind of scared me right away from the Facebook. Uh, yeah, so there's that. Uh, Facebook. <laughs> yeah, Facebook. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Comcast Channel 1, Utah on Demand, About Town. About Town. Oh, Comcast? And uh, let's just apologize in advance, Comcast. There hasn't been any swearsies yet. Why are we apologizing? Just saying thank you for joining us. Yeah. Thanks for being a friend. Our apologies. And by the way, on that whole buying NBC thing, God, right. you're screwed. Right. Sorry. <laughs> but they've got well, fan casts. Now you just came back from. I just came a back from TV La La Land to do. Yes. What is it called? It's called the Television Critics Association Press Tour. Well, let's introduce Scott Pierce, TV critic, Deseret News. Why? Thank you. Hi, Yay, Scott. Lovely welcome back. Here. Good to see you. You pervert. It's not. It's not me. It's my avatar. <laughs> okay, that's it. Good answer. I wonder why he had his hands in his pockets. So, so what? Uh, what happened? Oh, there's, uh, there. you know. What did you, what did you know? What did you learn? What did you hear? Uh, we What's the word on the street? We annoyed the people from NBC. That was great fun. It's always, well, uh, they're very easily annoyed these days. Who's well, not dying on Heroes next year? Uh, oh, there's not going to be a next year. The ratings. Really? Oh, God. No, well, the, okay. Because I, no. I was told that uh, they will do it next year because it does so well in DVD sales and overseas. That they just at can't some point, to not do it. At some point, though, that can't make up for horror. I, I'm not saying, okay, maybe I'll be wrong, and when I'm wrong, I'll say, okay, I was wrong. But at some point, the broadcast ratings are so bad that you can't support, you know, and they're horrid. Well, they I really, I, I'm proud to say I haven't watched that show in about three months. They can fix everything by yeah. moving the whole show to India. <laughs> I'm officially, it's a, the Indians, you know, are 
Yeah, doing all of our yeah. um, jobs. Okay. Outsourcing. Um, outsourcing. Um, yeah. Thanks for filling in the bridge I'm of logic just, there. Uh, I'm, just, so I'm just getting ready to break up with him myself. And well, I, you and know, I, I'm, I'm sticking with it because I think that it's going to – the last episode of, is about to air. I take a lot of abuse from relationships. You I'm willing to clearly, sit through that. You watch for life. But I'm ready to break up. Did, I'm actually ready to break up with heroes. Did they kill uh, Horn Rim Glasses guy? No. Well, uh, nobody ever really dies. That's the problem. Right. What about Painter Guy, though? My wife said Painter Guy hasn't come back yet. Well, yeah, that's he's, true. He's gone. Yeah, but that was the beginning before he got popular. So who did he piss off? Uh, that was at the beginning before he got popular. I don't, you know, I just, that was a show that started so well and, you know. And then they ran out of comic book ideas to steal from. And deny. And stealing from. What, what did you think of, uh, uh, um, uh, help me. Uh, yeah. This is entertaining, no. <laughs> the Fox show that I <laughs> help, just forgot help me the help name you. of. Help, me help, help Scott you. Pierce uh, find his words. <laughs> of, of the Fox show, what? The Mark Valley show. Oh, Human oh, Target. Human, yeah. human Target, which is like I think it was Punisher. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe I well, liked it. Well, it's one of those, you know. Yeah. I thought it was kind of brainless fun. It was sort yeah, of fun. I, I liked it. I didn't watch it. I'm mm. bad. I'm a bad guy. I geek. think Mark Valley's dreamy. What is this, Fox? Fox, yeah. 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 It was, I liked it. It was big, dumb fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I wrote. Uh, I, fun. you got to love a show where uh, they're flying a, a, a passenger. A jet, liner <laughs> jet liner upside down. Jet liner upside down. Come on. That was fantastic. Yeah, it was awesome. Well, if I didn't know. Right. Yeah. No, I did know. I just. Didn't care. Just didn't care enough. I haven't watched a Fox a show since geek. they canceled Mantis. Herman's Head. Oh, oh yeah. God, Herman's Head, huh? Anyway, uh, so is there any new shows, or did you hear about any? What What uh, was this all about? Was this just an excuse for you TV critics to get around and just kind of yeah, go down there, kind of you know, have sandwiches? And yeah, there's a lot of sandwiches. And, and it's like, <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's a. Well, I just go for the sandwiches. Except for NBC, I think we had breakfast every morning, and. <laughs> And I, I think, you know, if I could just get somebody to come into my house once a day and set up a buffet, it would make my life so much easier. You're only talking like this because, you know, no one at the Deseret News listens to this show. <laughs> Thank God. Well, actually, there are a couple. Oh, but, well, then you better make they, it sound important. But, but we've asked you to keep it a secret, so please continue to keep it a secret. No, they talk, I mean, NBC is flailing around. They're, they talk about stuff, but it's whether it gets on the air – it's hard to say, you know. I mean, I, I, I did they try to calm you down about the whole Leno? I thought thing? that did they did they have a, a Jeff, meeting and say, "Calm down, you guys." The guy that's kind of running the broadcast part of it did an outstanding job with a room full of people who wanted to see blood on the air. I mean, I actually said to people at another network who I know quite well that for the first time in many many years, I was looking forward to. Just because you know they've been, even even in their vast decline they've been so arrogant, but he did a great job. I mean, what I wrote was that you know he did an outstanding job of defending himself, considering that his gun was loaded with blanks. You yeah. know, I mean, what what can you say? Was that uh, Zoker? Was no, it, well, oh, he wasn't there. Zippy was the he? Pinhead? No, yeah. okay. no. <laughs> he he knew that we would probably eat him alive, pretty much. Now, is it true that they're going to give the nine o'clock slot to Dick Cavett? <laughs> You my know, first, uh, my <laughs> first uh, guest on the, on the program. You know, I've met uh, him, and, and there are some people who kind of match their names, yeah. and he kind of does. So I'm not <laughs> oh, he's a about, dick? You know, I'm not talking about the Cavett part. He just called Dick Cavett a dick. You know, I remember when Groucho was accused of being a dick. Oh. Oh. Sorry, I'm doing uh, I'm doing impersonations for people who don't know what a podcast is. I'm terrible. <laughs> uh, no, anyway. I mean, there's, I, uh, there's a lot of... I saw the Chuck folks again, and I see them all the time. And oh. I'm kind of bored with them, mm-hmm. even though I think the show is kind of interesting. I love that show. Um, that chick is so it's, hot. It's doing better this, this it's doing time around. Day. I love to see what happens. Um, I spent some time with the folks from Glee the other day. <gasps> Shut up! I called my, Did you tell them hi for me? I called one of my daughters and said, because I'm the world's least mature, almost half a hundred-year-old <laughs> man, I'm going to Glee and you're not. <laughs> I wish you and the second half of the season or the nine episodes will involve uh-huh. uh, the, of course, the regionals. Regionals, God, and, I can't wait. And the big rivalry with uh, uh, the other school, who apparently they've been taking performance-enhancing drugs or steroids. Or <laughs> they're like uberly. And their their directors, it, it makes Menzel. them it makes them seventy five percent more gay. Is there any chance that you could get them to uh, call me on my birthday and sing to me? No, they're not that Sorry. close yet, Shannon. Uh, the, uh, the wasn't that kind of buffet. What's the brunette's name? Uh, the actress, Hottie McHotpants, Hottie Michelle Leah, or whatever her name is. Uh, yeah, Michelle. Somebody, yeah, yeah, yeah that's a, somebody e- emailed me footage of her doing a nude scene when she was on Broadway. Yeah, I saw that. Really? Too. Did you see that? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> thanks, was, thanks, Excremento. And uh, yes, thank you, Excremento. 
yeah. I, again, I felt guilty for thinking that she was hot until I found out she was like 25. Oh, she's young. And, uh, yeah. No, she's, she actually sang for us. and you know, but She didn't take her top off is what I'm no, getting No, she to. did not. All right. It wasn't that kind of pressure. No. Well, I don't know. He made it sound pretty relaxed. He, no, he it did. was all about the sandwiches. And, you know, I always take my shirt off at a buffet, but... <laughs> That's a, get excited. That should be the name of the show. It's hey, all we're just here for the sandwiches. We're just here for the sandwiches. You, you should you tell me if you would enjoy a job where in the in the morning you go down and there's like eggs and bacon. Uh, no, corporate K doesn't and, uh, swing that and way. There's, no. Sometimes there's pancakes. And... <laughs> well, Jeff gets and exposed free to that. orange juice. Yeah. Oh, I love the orange. Jeff's juice. been exposed to that all week. He's been covering Sundance. Well, they don't serve pancakes there. They serve Belgian waffles. No. One of my friends once apologized to me because he knew the hotel we were going to was a Pepsi hotel and not a Coke hotel. And my comment was, if it's free, I really don't care. <laughs> Jeff has been uh, covering Sundance. Yes. Since, uh, all that Mr. Pierce seems to want to talk about is the sandwiches as opposed to the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess you'll just have to go to DeseretNews.com so, yeah, and read uh, Scott Pierce's column. Just don't, don't email me because I don't what, want to listen now, which, to which, 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 get about uh, the shows. Which one was your favorite sandwich, would you say? <laughs> There was one that was like a pork roast. Oh, oh yeah, like yeah. a pork, yeah. a nice pork loin. Is it moist? Now, what I kind couldn't of... eat it because I was very nervous because I had to moderate a panel right after. Well, then did how it... was that your favorite sandwich, asshole? Really I wanted... I did it have Come a on. horseradish glaze on it? What was on it? I don't know. Is there like lettuce on it? Come on, share. Well, Give you, us the you goods. You have to bake your own. Oh, what the hell? Do you walk God, I want to be a television critic now. God damn. So what kind of food have you been eating this week? I had a really dry... I really missed the boat on this whole teacher gig. Yeah. I, I had a really dry cookie at Sundance. Wow! And this, well, this and and I had I had a, it was a sandwich roll up. So I don't even know if it was really a sandwich at the uh, at the get low. But TV so critics are not alone in this. I went to the preview for the New Frontier on Main thing at, mm. at Sundance on Thursday. The doors opened. All the critics press run inside. Where do they go? Do they go to the installation by Joseph Gordon-Levitt? They go to the, the the cool kind of musical stuff or the little thought balloons that follow you from window to window. They ran right to the food table. Of course, they might as well have been made. We don't have make... to run to the food table. Sometimes they bring it to us. Okay, uh, so uh, now now Marcus <laughs> is here. Uh, what kind of food do you usually get at your job? <laughs> yeah, like in the backstage area. We're, we're just talking about the. Oh God, what was that? Yeah, it oh, was sexy. That. Uh, like when we were well, when we were on tour, the, our tour manager was in charge of um. I'm going to, by the way, I am going to mouth fuck this mic the entire time so I don't have to hear anybody fucking bitch ever again. There's your headphones. There's There's your headphones. The Here's my headphones. Yeah, you'll know. Uh, that's very loud. Then I haven't even laughed yet. It was always uh, like meats and cheeses, but our tour manager uh, took advantage of the fact that they paid for everything and so he would just buy booze. And then he would drink it all. So there was always like four bottles of wine, two bottles of vodka, and a bottle of Jack at every show that we did. And then it just ended up on the bus, and he drank it all. Mm. Sounds like the teacher's lounge. Uh, I was so, so on the line of work. Uh, and instead it, of Jack, it's coffee. The bank I work at, I, I get whatever sandwich I bring in my fucking sandwich bag. So I get a new line of work. Uh, yeah. Clearly. So, uh, so uh, Jeff, yeah, we uh, there was free booze up at Sundance, but uh, I, didn't, I didn't really take advantage of it as much as I could have. But uh, Jeff gets that all the time, the yeah, free, the free yeah. sandwiches and stuff. This has been a weird opening. Hasn't it? We haven't <laughs> even talked about <laughs> Spider-Man once. Did you guys just start? Yeah. Oh, no. Well, we so far, it's been about sandwiches. We should have talked about sandwiches. I tried to get this guy to talk about this TV Critics Association thing he went to to L.A. for how many days? How many days were you gone? And, a couple and, of weeks. And he's like, well, there was uh, You were there for a couple of weeks? There yeah. was glee. Yeah. And 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 he all all I could get out of him was how good the sandwiches were. No, it's not exactly. I was sort of led. But tells you a lot about where we're going well, with television, though. Yeah, now that Dexter's off the air, there's nothing better but sandwiches. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what to all say right. about TV. Okay, well let's uh, let's introduce the panel now. You met Sandwich Guy here, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shannon Barnson. Bartender, teacher, wild card. He yeah. enjoys sandwiches as well. Uh, uh, yes. I do. Ham Especially. sandwiches. Ham? Loves the ham. Nice he has some religious ham sandwich, a nice pork sandwich. Mm-hmm. He has All some right. religious bling on. This is, uh, I think he's trying to show up Marcus. Marcus didn't wear his bling. Right? I didn't. I no. bought this uh, for $5 on the street at like 10 o'clock at night last night. But hey, here's, look, but here's the, best the best part. Thing, best thing is that. It's a cross with Jesus on it. But Jesus comes off. And Jesus <laughs> comes unnailed from the cross. 
And Super Jesus, flying through the air. So not good at peekaboo. Super Jesus. <laughs> so uh, this is how bored I was last night. Can I just tell you? I still see you. Oh, that means he wins. <laughs> that means he wins at peekaboo. I, I better write that down. I want to see it in your act. All right. Uh, uh, so I'm last night. I took the night off after that ass kicking I got on on Friday night for the Milo moment. benefit. That yeah. charity ass and, kicking. Uh, By the way, thanks for the reminder. Sorry, dude. I I totally spaced. I told everybody I was going to be there, and I spaced. Well, you know what? Just say you were there. Nobody will know because it was that's what I, insane. That's what I do. And I can tell insane. you don't. No, I was I can, totally there. I can tell you don't listen to my radio show either because I kept saying, "And Marcus is going to come and do some do some <laughs> stuff." He, you know, I don't get up. I guess I should have. Yeah. I don't. I should have. You honey, have a radio yeah. show. I should have nudged you and somebody and, and whispered in I'm your on, ear. I'm even on the book now, and nobody thought, told yeah, me. Well, we're losers. God, anyway. this is weird. But so yes. I'm wandering around town last night looking for fun, <laughs> right? And usually <laughs> fun. Did fun. Charity know? Yeah. Well, she was sick, and I, so I was a I was a wolf pack of one last night. He's got his wang hanging and, out. <laughs> I'm walking around, and I. I bought this. I bought this Jesus from a guy waiting for a bus at eleven o'clock at night, and then I oh, mentioned it's a I was bus like, stop Jesus. And I was just like, uh, I don't think this bus is coming, dude. But I was so bored. The only thing that saved my night last night is uh, you know that first class cars on, on uh, yeah. State Street. Yeah. I stole all their balloons, all their helium <laughs> balloons. So I had like ten giant. Uh, <laughs> yellow, yellow and red balloons. Walking right. down the street and in the were, middle of the night. Yeah, with it's balloons not hard to imagine. With like ten of them, and people oh. are honking. <laughs> right, and I walk into Burt's with my ten balloons, and everybody just stops. Well, there's and, nothing like the sight of a guy with a go, a thirty-nine-year-old guy with a goatee and a dozen balloons. <laughs> and they go, "This is the happiest I've ever seen you look." Somebody said to me, <laughs> "You can't help but look happy with a bunch of balloons." So that's true. This is what saved my night: the balloons. I drew my face on every single balloon with a sharpie, and for every Pabst I drank, I tied the empty can. To a balloon, and I released them back into the wild. <laughs> I took them out of the sea. Are you hoping someone will fill them up and bring them back to <laughs> That's you? That's how it works. Is it a homing Pabst? I don't what know, but I was just, I was, I was a little drunk. I'm, I'll admit it. You had 10 beers? Yeah. Well, yeah. And uh, I was releasing them, but I was like, go, be free. And it was awesome just to watch these Pabst cans fly away. Did you go outside, or did you just like let them? Oh, no, outside, yeah. Oh, okay. First, they were floating around in the bar. It was really neat. I think I took some pictures. We'll see. Post them on the on the website. I will. Uh, let's see. Lee George Cade, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, everybody. The man who I am told has the coolest name of anyone on the podcast. Corporate Cade. No, Lee George Cade. Oh, I do have the coolest name. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's not that much competition. My name is Scott Pierce. It's all right because uh, you know between all the touring with my band and uh, you know all the all the craft shows we're doing and everything, I'm I'm glad that I have a cool name to back that up with. What's so. your website? Uh, Grimleys.com. That's G-R-I-M-M-L-E-I-G-H-S because we wanted to make it easy to remember. But, uh, we're doing, we're well, doing you fail. shows next month, though. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. We're, uh, February 7th, we're going to do another Craft Sabbath at No Brow Coffee. That's on 3rd uh, on third, third third South, south. And about 3rd East. Yep. Um, so it's going to be in the back of the room. We're going to have 12 vendors there. It's all uh, what we like to call Rebel Crafts. Ooh. Dangerous stuff. And we're doing the Salt Lake City. This macrame will kick your ass. Valentine's weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we're doing the uh, Salt Lake Tattoo Convention. Cool. We'll be there all three days. Jeff with Weiss. Creepy little dolls. Film critic. Deseret <laughs> yes. News. Let's You're call- bringing the kids? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boom. Sorry, bro. Sorry. Jeff, Jeff <laughs> at DesNews.com is where you get a hold of Scott Pierce. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, I, I thought of something. Ask him his favorite sandwich one after- recipes. One afternoon we had... We had- Al Pacino and is that uh, a sandwich? And Susan Sarandon. <laughs> it's very heavy. At the deli in New York, they Al, Al Pacino and Susan Sarandon, and yeah. then we had Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg, and then, then we, we had, had Ricky West. Gervais, and then was dinner. <laughs> a dinner of sandwiches. Uh, oh, wow. Marcus, God, I love you. Marcus is probably us. chicken. <laughs> Hello, sir. How are you? You just listed off some of the greatest names in the show business. And had more excitement. I would, food. I would suck a dick to meet any of those people. And you're like, and then dinner happened. <laughs> and Pacino was all like, hoo sandwich. Ricky Gervais was like, this is a delicious sandwich. And I was like, yeah, you're right, Ricky Gervais. Let's talk more about See you later. not your career. <laughs> Fucking what? See you later, Ricky. They just put out some fresh shrimp. <laughs> Good lord. 
But see, well, anyway. This is the freshest bread I've ever had. <laughs> Al Pacino has a lot of arugula on his sandwich. Al Pacino's trying to look 30, and he's like 67 or something. Yeah. I heard the Al Pacino sandwich has, actually eats the scenery. He has like... <laughs> the other way around? Yeah, choose it. He has like, <laughs> like a Donald Trump standing up straight kind of... Oh, tray. forget that. What was for dinner? I call it the rooster. <laughs> what did he eat, though? That's what we really want to know. Stick of my head's a rooster. I'm so... I know. <laughs> so ridiculous. It has been like I've never tea. had a story that began with and Steven Spielberg and Ricky Gervais and Al Pacino and then dinner. dinner. Like how the fuck does that end that story? It's the most anticlimactic shit ever. Come on, you laughed, didn't you? It depends on the dinner. Oh my god. Yeah. You, you know what this Maybe brings? It like if it was an orphan you ate. <laughs> you know what this brings to mind for me? What? My favorite line in The Fast and the Furious. What are you, sandwich crazy? Yep. <laughs> you know that same line made it in my movie, The Fat and the Curious. That's right. this, this is like Tokyo like we, just, we just drove around looking for food. They're like, what are you, sandwich crazy? This we is like having sex and then right before you come just going, let's make sourdough. <laughs> <laughs> this is so dumb. I am so baffled. Have you been hanging outside my bedroom? I again? thought you were going to say too late. Anyway, like, oh yeah, you like oh, that, oh, baby? Wait, Who wants wait, spaghettios? And this is our host, Mr. Kerry Jones. Oh, hi, hi, I, I, I actually, uh, I am Mark. I am Marcus. Marcus. Too. Oh, I'm sorry, Marcus. I introduced uh, you. No, no, I was too busy just bat. Like, <laughs> it's okay. I was just, I'm tired. It's baffling, isn't it? Stunned. So, who's running your Facebook fan page, man? Yeah, you say, you say it's not you. It isn't me. As, it's I, I, what I do is I give people the update and they do it for me because I, I, but then I went and got a personal one. And then now that is me, and like I get it, you know. I'm I'm actually on there, and that's that's me, and so it's fun. You have people, you have people who do things for you. Uh, we're yeah. going to advise you to stay away from Farmville, just like we advise Scott. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that is that uh, they're they're linked. So now, like, I can update, and then uh, like it's all kind of linked together now. And now my Twitter is linked to Facebook because since I Twitter all the time, so all my Facebook updates are just Twitter yeah. updates. So it doesn't matter. So like, if you Twittered, get me a sandwich, someone would go do that for you. <laughs> Let's try it uh, right now. I could, well, Danny would. I mean, <laughs> she, she's a good woman. She probably bring me. She probably wouldn't would bring she, it here. Would, would she bring it all the way up? She doesn't know where this house is. We check. She, no, I'm not going to try to push my pregnant wife into delivering me a sandwich yeah, just I, for the she, sake. Just of, tell her. Tell just her. for the sake of Scott's story. <laughs> it's a test. Now, it's a test. I think I know why Scott does this show now. Why? Oh, free goddamn sandwiches. Midway. That's right. Well, we're, we're going to be making sandwiches after this episode. And he's just, just gonna like, like, we're going to name like one, one of TV them. Critics. He'll be like, this reminds me of the time I met Al Pacino. <laughs> uh, well, I want this to be I want this to be a competition between our sandwiches, and we're going to name the best one the Al Pacino. The Al Pacino. I, I agree. It's going to be the hammiest. Hoo-ah. Hoo-ah. It's going to be really old. Ham. Age. It's going to be stretched out over something. I'm going to just use uh, big... Big hanging roast beef, because then it'll and and they'll each each piece of roast beef will have the scent of a woman on it. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, that was a labia reference no, for yeah. all those people. And I thank you. I thank you for that. That's what I bring, um, that's what I bring to the panel. Can it, oh my God! I heard some horrible news. Yeah. Did it, yeah. Did it, have did it involve it? the guy from Five Hundred Days of Summer? Uh, well, well, we're gonna get to that. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that'll be, no. This that'll is be next, something actually. a little bit more close to my heart. Uh, Jesus? <laughs> no. Dark. Really? <laughs> <laughs> what? what is it? Uh, St. Patrick's, uh, Patrick's Day Parade might not happen. Oh, it will. I'm going to make sure it's going to We're going to do our own parade. Well, yep. did you, well, that, just, have you heard why? Why? Because uh, they're making, <laughs> the, the state here is making all uh, parades. Oh, except for one. Guess which one? Uh, pay for their uh, cops and stuff. So they can't afford it. And guess who else is getting is, the shaft? Oh. <laughs> That's not the way to put it. The uh, gay pride parade might not happen either. Oh, that'll they can't, happen. They can't Trust afford me. their stuff. Trust me. I, I, I have many uh, friends in that community. It will happen. Well, I mean, seriously, you, is can, the, you can just go to State Street and watch 60 guys parade around in their underwear any day of the week. Yeah, they have balloons in their hands. I'm guessing, the, I'm guessing the one that's <laughs> going to happen is the annual David Archuleta parade yeah. that leads up to the Capitol on David Archuleta Day. Right. Yeah, that's right. State of Utah. He still has a day, you fucking pieces of shit. <laughs> was, it, <laughs> was, it, was it David Archuleta you saw on the plane, huh? 
Oh, okay. Yeah, she said that. Uh, was he in the overhead compartment, snuggled up like a fucking Monchichi? I was going to call him a Monchichi too, bro. What she said. Over the table, high five. What she said was, is that uh, yes, it was uh, very nice of the airline to make sure that he was in the front row, had a note pinned to his chest that said, "Please deliver him to his destination," <laughs> <laughs> and that the uh, the nice lady put his overhead stuff up in the bin for him. Yeah. So and the he, captain came back and said, "Here's some wings, son." And he, <laughs> you like movies about gladiators? Don't Do answer. I? Don't answer that. I was just. I like that. Tell you what, let's let's take a break. I like to see. Wow! And wow! We this, just got through introductions in his break time. It, yeah, we're, we're. I am sorry that we haven't gotten to any geeky <laughs> subjects. We did. We talked about sandwiches. Geeks love. Come food. on, we're catching up. We I haven't seen all the fat fuckers. And, it's like uh, oh, yeah, food, so Star Wars. It all goes together. I promise you. After this, we'll begin with Spider Man. Oh geez. No, I don't want to because Jeff's gonna hit me. <laughs> I'm gonna hit everybody. I don't, You're not gonna hit me. I don't like hitting. All right, so. After these messages, we'll be right back. Sandwiches! Hey, this is Dan the Laptop Man from PC Laptops. It's our ultra-mega-deluxe insanity sale with up to 50% off the original prices. Do you have an old, clunky computer? No problemo. We'll buy it from you and apply it towards your new PC Laptops computer. We'll even transfer your data to your new computer for absolutely free. I personally... Just got a brand new PC Laptops Decimator desktop featuring the Intel Core i7 processor. It's so ripping fast, I can run all the craziest new games on it and run my whole business on it. Isn't that cool? You need one too. Plus, all new PC Laptops desktop computers come with a lifetime service and parts warranty. So if your hard drive or your power supply blow up in 10 years, you're covered. No one else does that. So get into any one of our nine locations right now or call us at 1-877-596-SAVE or check us out at PCLaptops.com. Because at PC Laptops, we love you. Well, you know, uh, GeekShowPodcast.com owes an awful lot to Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake City. They have a, a website, I believe, don't they, Zach Shutt? They do, DrVolts.com. You wouldn't have anything to do with that, would you? No. Okay, just checking. Uh, when you are there, say hi to Dave. He is the friendly guy. There's the key, friendly guy behind the counter. Uh, there are comic book stores. We've talked to people all the time in their various cities where you go in and you're not exactly met with a friendly face. And if you're a first-time comic buyer, that could be kind of scary. Uh, yeah, you could be scared away by those people. But Dave is very, very friendly and will help you with whatever you need, whatever you're looking for, whether you're just a one-time buyer or if you are a hardcore fanatic like myself. <laughs> Get a hold. It's called a hold at Dr. Volts. They will be able to uh, pull all the titles that you want and you don't have to worry about them selling out. Well, that works out very well. Plus, you get a 10% discount with your hold at Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, 2043 East, 3300 South, Marvel, DC, Independence, one of the largest selection of independent comics uh, in the uh, in the state, as a matter of fact. So go and see them. Go see Dave at Dr. Volt's uh, Comic Connection and tell them Geek Show says, hey. All right. We're back. How, we're back. You see how that's working for me, though? The mm -hmm. corporate cave thing yeah. is working. Yeah. I mean, it's seriously, a, it's a voice jump. of authority. People jump. All right, let's bring the goddamn heat. Let's he's do it. Corporate well, Cade, we... Why does he kind of look like he's homeless today? <laughs> Seriously, um, I can show you the door and your car. <laughs> wow. And oh, I can see it in English oh, as opposed to our friend. Hello. I, kind of oh. I will fire you in Spanish. Um, and <laughs> yeah. speaking of Spanish, I'd like to welcome to the show the Multiculture Pals action figure pack. Holy um, shit balls. Are you is, kidding me? This is oh. the uh, DC Universe figures. Holy shit balls. Where did you get that? Punk found it for me. I want that so bad. You've got Black Vulcan. You've got Samurai and Apache Chief. Oh, my. Oh, All in one package. You know what would be me. awesome? You know what would be awesome if Apache Chief came with a cup of coffee? <laughs> I spilled it. I can no longer <laughs> grow I large. I can no longer grow large. Dude, I want this. I can't have it. They're my Multiculture Pals three-pack. <sighs> with only five points of articulation. Like nah, who cares? I love Apache Chief. I want, I want to have him with the Harvey Birdman thing. I want to do yeah. that whole thing. That's beautiful. And Black Vulcan. I'm so going to buy that. I you know, when are they actually just going to start calling him Vulcan? They used to, well, he wanted to be called Super Volt. Well, that's cool. They used to call him Black Sambo. Well, the other, just yeah. Oh, yeah. And they'd wow. always have that. They'd always be wow. like, oh, there he is, stuck in the tiger trap again. Well, it was Superman that kept insisting that he was Black Vulcan. So mm. say what you will about that. Spider-Man. Yes. Tons of emails. Why am I next to Jeff? And uh, the Spider-Man movie. All mm -hmm. right. So the, by the time you hear this, you will have heard. That Sam Raimi got, got uh, shown Sam, the door. Sam Raimi was uh, 
Uh, well, I think they showed each other the door. Yeah. You know, well, 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 no, after you. Maybe we should describe what Raimi wanted to do, first off, and what we understand. Go. Do it in five seconds. He wanted to have Peter and Mary Jane married and have a baby. He wanted to bring in the vulture played by John Malkovich, who is going to be the new editor-in-chief at the Daily Bugle. It's going to be interesting. Good day, sir! Yeah. <laughs> so uh, no J. Jonah Jameson. Well, he was he was demoted. Okay. He was working for... Uh, He'd be working for John Malkovich? Working for the vulture. Oh, yes. now that's funny. Yeah. I um, didn't know that part. And... I would have liked to have seen those scenes. And they apparently, one of the big sticking points was how to use Anne Hathaway, who they really wanted, whether she was going to play Black Cat or the the Voltress. And the thinking apparently behind that was Sony thought she was too too close to Catwoman. Suggested a new female character, and what Raimi and his screenwriters came up with is the Voltress. So don't blame Sony completely for for the Voltress. The thing people, I think, are starting to forget about this is a married Peter Parker with a child is not in the comic books. Don't discount Marvel Studios' influence in this. Really? In Amazing Amazing Spider-Man now, Peter is single. He and Mary Jane are not together. This is not just in Ultimate Spider-Man. It's not just in Marvel Adventures Spider-Man. It's an amazing Spider-Man. But do you think that's going to last in the comic book, really? Yes. I I do not. I saw that preview for Spider-Man 2010, that that spread. Yeah. 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 It's the year of Spider-Man, they say, and it's going to be, I think they're going to get it back to where it was. Well, did you notice Peter smooching another girl? (laughs) Not not Mary Jane. That still doesn't... Sway me. I think they're going yeah. to reboot it. They're going to reset it. But He's that's going to be gay I, this time. I really but don't. The, but that's the comic book. Uh, so the movie. Yes. Raimi wanted to do a lot of the Avatar effects. Musical he wanted numbers. to do that kind of thing. Um, they they uh, couldn't agree creatively or whatever. Of course, oh. uh, a lot of it had to do with Sony. He wants it to be out at a certain time. Otherwise, they're going to lose a lot of money. They mm-hmm. wanted it goes way back to more Marvel. singing and dancing in it. They did. And so it's just not going to happen. So Sony had a contingency plan, Mm -hmm. and said we're going to do high school Spider-Man, which is what is happening in the comic book. Now, the ultimate uh, Spider-Man comic book, he's in high school, Mm -hmm. and Mary Jane and Gwen Stacy and and all the characters are there, except they're just in high school. So it's kind of like Muppet Babies. And that's what they said they're going to do. The problem I see with this is only Mm -hmm. they budgeted it for $80 million. You can't really do a lot of Spider-Man fighting stuff on $80 million. He's going to be spending most of his time in the hallway weeping. Well, okay. First off, I don't know where people are getting, reading these press releases and saying it's a high school Spider-Man. Well, that's what I... It says teenage Peter Parker. Which could be be 19 transitioning into his 20s, which is sort of where... First Spider-Man left him. Then we're when we're well, Transformers Two, we're Shia LaBeouf's character, and it's in uh, his college. The the point, the problem I have with it mm-hmm. is that look, I don't mind. You know, they've they've taken quote unquote no name directors before guys like Nolan, guys like Singer, but those were guys who had put like the usual suspects down, and those are guys that put like Memento down. These great mm-hmm. films. They gave the movie to the guy who directed 500 Days of Summer. And a lot of music videos. And a Jesse McCartney documentary. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only feature length thing Marcus, Marcus, have you noticed that Mark Webb's also nominated for an ind- independent no, spirit I'm award not. for best director for 500 Days of Summer? Sure. Are okay. you aware of the fact Let's that the it. film got mostly good this reviews? Fighting starts. Okay, but, I mean, but does that mean that he can direct a superhero flick? I mean, I think the takes, I, I mean, just because you can direct that, I mean, why don't we go give Nora Ephron a fucking Sp- Spider-Man movie? Why not? Well, I don't know. Fuck, if- why not? All right. <laughs> why, why not? What What did Sam Raimi have in his filmography that would convince you before he made Spider-Man that he could oh, make dude, a superhero movie? Oh, dude, come on. Movie? Army of Darkness. Oh, Evil Deads. No. Fucking, those aren't superhero movies. Fucking The That's Gift was a, was, was a great fucking movie. A uh, mystery thriller, uh, not a superhero movie. A Simple movie. Plan. 
Anything he could do. A thriller to again, attention. not yeah, a superhero here's the problem. movie. You go back to high school, right? Where's the fucking tension in it? We know that he's not. Nothing's gonna happen to Spider Man. We know there can be no end game. Like you watch like continuation stories, like the next Batman. You go, hey, they could fucking conceivably go. We're doing three. And we're gonna kill. We're gonna kill the storyline off. Yeah, we're gonna but, end this but, thing. But in Spider Man's odds oh, of reboot, so you know by the end of it, he's gonna be Spider Man again. I just I tune out. I go, oh, it's another origin story. Yeah, but they just, blew up Vulcan. Well, well I personally well, tuned out at Spider Man yes. three about halfway Thank, through it. Wow. By the way, thank you, Scott, for bringing up. Why I say F you to all of you guys who are hating on it. <laughs> You're saying, let's not reboot it. Boo um, I, If I can recall, you all seem to like another rebooting of a franchise that had gotten stacked. So that means we have to. Wait, it was that, called Star it. Trek. Does that mean we have to love all reboots? No, but you have to have an open mind for it. Oh, okay. So, with Star, Star Trek, it also started in the '60s. We didn't just have three Spider-Man movies in the in the yeah. last seven years. Have you yeah, watched but, but, Spider-Man three recently? I have actually, and it wasn't that bad. Uh, I, I you're hate wrong. That movie. I didn't hate it. I it hate sucks. that movie. I tried well, to watch it again. And, on and, and by the way, cable. for all those people who blame Sony for Spider-Man three, up yours. Sam Raimi is equally to blame. First off, if he hated it that badly, leave the goddamn project. His name is still on that movie, including as a co-screenwriter. That's true. true. That is true. He is also the same person who kept insisting on bringing old-school Spider-Man elements into these movies, including the Vulture. And he wanted to bring in the Vulture. And I am sorry. I love Spider-Man. The Vulture is lame. I I understand. Now, I'm not saying... Mark Webb is going to be a terrible choice for this. What I'm saying is this, that he hasn't directed action. Now, I understand that if you're rebooting a story, mm-hmm. and especially since, you know, because, I mean, look, I was the I was one of the biggest supporters when they were going to give uh, Peyton Reed uh, Fantastic Four, and I was and like, why didn't they? do it, please, as a 50s period piece, please do it with, oh, yeah, that, that, with that fucking Cold War mentality and that, that nuclear family, please do that. And that would have been genius. Now, I understand Mark Webb has a great eye for building relationships and having that right. kind of atmosphere and that's good but i just i i worry when you've only, when you've directed music videos you've done little sequences sure but to create something because within this film within the structure of this film let's say on average you have three big set pieces right that are that are actiony sequences and for what Raimi did with his with his camera work and feasting, or what what Nolan had been able to do with tension and building that, and and or Singer uh, with, with being able to to do, I mean, Usual Suspects had huge explosions and things like that. And he could bring that to the screen. All I'm saying, not I'm not Mark Webb might make the most amazing Spider-Man ever, and, <laughs> amazing Spider-Man. But <laughs> but I just I'm all I'm saying is the guy has not proven himself. Proven himself, exactly, right. as, as somebody who can handle the action. Now, I'm not saying that all of the underlying character-building uh, elements of a reboot, which he would need to do, he can probably handle them with amazing uh, you know, prowess. But all I'm saying is that I have not seen this guy throw down an action sequence that would make me, as a studio head, go, let's give him a reboot of one of the biggest franchises that we own. That's all I'm saying, and I, and I, I want him to prove me wrong. Please, Mark, I please I, prove me wrong. I, I, I think people are, are going to be surprised when he gets done, one. And when everybody thinks that this is going to be another origin story, God, I, hope it I think you're wrong in that regard. Uh, well, because, because the guy who wrote the script treatment that they're working on now is James Vanderbilt, who wrote Zodiac. And for those who go back on, on Spider-Man, originally when people were pitching Spider-Man, David Fincher was one of the people who pitched Spider-Man, who worked with James Vanderbilt sure. on Zodiac. And Vanderbilt's treatment for David Fincher did the origin of Spider-Man in the first eight to ten minutes, including the title sequence. And, and say they do, Okay. And it's, it's and say they do kind of like they did with the Hulk. Reboot. The Hulk. That's that's what I was okay? just thinking. And they do that, and they say, you know, hey, you know, the credits before the credits roll. My name's Peter Parker. I was bitten by a spider, and now I'm Spider Man, and I'm trying to balance my life as a te- as a high school student with my life as a superhero. And that would be the story they could do, just kind of a story of him trying Bingo. to be right. But here's the problem that I see. The only problem is that I think there is a film coming out in what March that is poised. To show the high school student balancing life as a superhero <laughs> in an awesome, kick-ass way. Yeah, I was just going to. And bring all that I'm up. worried yeah. about is that maybe with if if Kickass does this high school mm-hmm. student formula, that then they might go, oh fuck, now we can't do. That's and then not... they then they scramble and 
I'm that's saying. not the that's not the formula they're worried about because if you look at the demographics of who went to see Spider-Man two and three, it was fifty five percent women in Spider-Man two and almost sixty percent women. Well, then in why don't they just 3. cast Zac Efron but as Peter why, Parker? That's why they're well, that'd be that's why they're dreamy. so concerned about having you know somebody what? who Actually, can handle a relationship movie so because they need to keep he that was, demographic. I think he's a good actor. Seventeen again, I liked. I'm not. I'm, I don't have no problem I'll, saying I'll, that. I mean, was I'll, great in Firefly. I've heard that they're they're thinking about the. Vampire dude, though they are not. They're no. not. Robert Pattinson. I, this no. is God, all. This God. is all. It would. It no. would. No. 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 That's a, that's no. A web it, rumor. It, it apparently there are. There, <laughs> a web rumor. There, there's one. There's one person. <laughs> Thank you, baby. Apparently, there's one person Mark Webb wants, and there's one person that Sony's interested in. We are they the we... same person? No. Who are they? Mark Webb is interested in Joseph Gordon-Levitt and his five hundred and his seventy-five-year-old teeth. Have you noticed that, dude? He's got the teeth. He's got actually, wooden teeth. It's horrible. Actually, actually, no. I met him at Sundance, and he's not. The teeth. I saw him in the Golden Globes. They were. They looked like you looked at a mouthful of old maze. Maybe he was in character. Yeah. Well, they could give him caps just like nice they gave Willem Dafoe in the first Spider-Man. But see, but um, Jovis Gordon-Levitt's like 28, he, isn't no, he? No, he's verging on 30, actually. But he looks like he's 19. He the person like... Sony wants, interestingly. Yes? Who? Do, do, you, do you remember who, who starred in the... Columbia's horror action movie. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, I don't either. Just tell us. Jesse Eisenberg. No. No. Who? The fucking dude from Zombieland, Michael Sarah too. Yeah. Oh, you don't want no, that. No, 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 no. Look, it's. I don't mean to I'm, get tell, I'm telling you, that's who's on their list. He is too. Can I say it? He's too Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 Marcus. Let me give you another term. Nebashi. Right, he's, he's too. Nebashi. He's like. You know, Oy what man. should I should I swing this web? What do you want me to do with it? He's no. Tell me it. Look, I'm just. I'm sorry. I'm not saying that he couldn't work, but I mean, he's great for these other roles. But it's Spider Man. Yeah. Oh, come on. What they're looking. But apparently, you know, they're looking for a wisecracking, funnier Spider Man than Toby Maguire which was. Which is what Toby Maguire missed on. Okay, right. Well, and that's yeah, and that's what Spider Man is. Spider Man is a wisecracking. Yeah. To be well, a wise it, ass. Then it should be a a comedic actor. Then it shouldn't yeah. be a dramatic. Oh, like you, Chris Tucker. No, no, no. You, <laughs> Do you know who I think is going to wow them and wind up with the role? Who? This is going to sound so My weird. mom. I think Michael Sarah is going to get it. I really oh, do. God, based, no. based, based on Scott Pilgrim. Because the word of mouth about his oh, performance. I have is, heard this. I read that. Yeah, I read Scott is, Pilgrim show, uh, showed in Vegas. And people are wowed by how good is Michael Sarah Michael is. Sarah. So he's not he's playing himself? Also, in no, the he is playing himself. Uh, no, he Scott is Pilgrim. not. No. I just realized something now. I guess it does. I guess it doesn't matter, right? Because Spider Man's got the mask, and so right. you can, you can. I mean, it would be, it would come out farther, obviously. <laughs> it's <laughs> see, you know what? It's because I got accused in an in a hate email of being an anti anti Semitic, <laughs> and I'd never said anything Jewish about anything. There you go. You're right, asshole. <laughs> Did I tell you? I, I told Carrie. Yeah, I, got a, I, I got a fucking piece of hate I, mail. I answered a bunch of them too, and tried to explain to people. When the mics are on, we're just having fun. It's, it's okay. Comedy. You should have heard. You should have heard. And yet what this we've received said. no hate mail from the Eskimos. It was the most ridiculous thing well, ever. I I met some Eskimo supporters uh, this yeah. week. I'll tell you about that. Yes. Oh, uh, really? Um, yes. But uh, <laughs> see, I think that both of these scenarios, <coughs> both the Raimi Spider-Man <laughs> Four and the uh, Mark Webb Spider-Man Four, both of them I think are bad ideas. I think that we can say goodbye to a really good Spider-Man movie. I think you're all wrong. Well, I mean, but right now they're trying. They're trying to reboot Fantastic <laughs> Four. They're trying to reboot Ghost Rider. They're trying to do Daredevil again. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's. I think that what you're what you're going to run into. Yes, this Raimi thing sounded terrible. It, oh. it really it, did. It sounded really really bad. But the the problem I see with the Mark Webb thing is really budgetary. I don't know how you do a superhero movie for just eighty million. How about uh, animated. Guess, <laughs> guess, animated. Guess, guess, District Nine. You know, <laughs> I don't know District how you. District Nine. No, no, well, and, well, and and we brought it up earlier. Guess how much Incredible Hulk cost. How much? 75. 75. The new one? Yeah. And that looked beautiful. Uh, and I want to point something out. The, the guy who directed District 9 had never directed a movie before. Yes. And he did an amazing movie that had a ton of action Neil and was amazing. He had done a movie before, a short version of oh, District, District 9. 9. Right. That's how what short got him. was it? Seven minutes? Okay. But he still, based on that, he still they still trusted him to do that same story. Right. Now, but did Mark Webb maybe direct an action-packed music video that said, oh, look, he can do the action elements. I don't he know can what do he's this. I don't, I don't know do what he's know done that? either. But. So if we're, we're going by that reasoning, maybe McGee should make the Spider-Man movie. Oh, it would be action-packed. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Bay's done music videos. <laughs> Michael Bay can choke on a cock. How about P. Diddy? He's done music videos. Uh, yeah, I just uh, the whole reboot thing. Brett though, Ratner can be, <laughs> it can be done. The reboot Ooh, can be done because we've seen it. 
with uh, with Batman using a superhero Beautiful instead reboot. of Star Trek using a superhero thing. And when they said you're going to make another Batman, really seriously, yeah. that was the attitude. Yeah. Because nobody could do it better than. You know, well, oh, I guess that's ruined, true because you know. Spider-Man Three did get pretty it, Schumachery. It did. I hate that it. Movie. Can be rebooted, but <laughs> Schumacher. I just don't. I just don't know. Let's I, let's let's turn action. the old geekometer back a year okay. to this time last Please year. Do. And what were we? All starting to sweat bullets over. We were so freaked out that the Star Trek movie was going to. I thought my wife was pregnant. Um, there's well, that. <laughs> but I mean, seriously. I mean, wait. Know, what are we talking about? You, you, Scott. Scott you was. Compl- a, Scott start- was completely convinced was really that the movie was going to be awful. You were completely convinced that Chris Pine couldn't play anything. Yep. And uh, here we are, six months after oh, that movie yeah. came out, and uh, we're all well, pretty I damned want, happy. I, I if want... you had a starship with quantum torpedoes, could you take out Superman? Only if you blocked out the sun first so they didn't get its yellow rays to keep them strong. What the hell? Here's my bigger question about Spider-Man. And this is not the movie. This is the character of Spider-Man and the people who control it. Why won't they allow him to grow up? Look what they did in The Amazing Spider-Man. They made a deal with Satan. Yeah, they turned him into a total jack To make him single so he wouldn't be married. And have just had a that bad marriage. Satan, that was Mephisto. And they could have broken um, up. So, but that's the that's the people who control the character the most is Marvel. They went and focused on Ultimate Spider-Man. He's a kid again. Why won't we let Spider-Man grow up? Because they have in the comic strip and it blows. Because the people who spend money are the are the are, is the the download the Facebook the mm-hmm. Twitter generation the kids who are out making. And I'm not just, and I've I've said it before, and not just a horrible story, but a terribly made film like the Twilight movies. I mean, they're Ugh. fucking terribly made. The effects that look like shit, and they're, they're this is the greatest thing in the world because they believe in it. Or it's like and, Jeff was saying, they're actually laughing at how awful it was and still loving the hell. Yeah, out of it. and they fucking they and they're, they're, it's just it's biblical to them, you know. So they're trying to market these characters and go well. If we got people out there going, Edward, marry me, maybe we can get people feeling that way about Peter Parker. We can do. They're trying to sell it again to the kids. They're not going to sell it to us. Well, that's that's who's paying the money to, to go see the movie. You, well, we're we're not yeah. going out in droves to see movies. But it, it, I only go in droves. They're not selling movies to us anymore. <laughs> he goes everywhere. We're too old. The Hangover is being sold to us. That's what we get. We our generation gets movies about guys who go and they drink. Those 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 are the kind of movies we make. I got sold a movie called oh. Big Titty Horse Three. Really? Day. Yeah, it was marketed straight to well, me. Well, you didn't well, see well, me in that. But day. I just, yeah. I just think that they're trying to find ways. You know, I mean, yes, the dark, and the, I think the Dark Knight is an exception because that was one of those movies where he wasn't making a super; he was making a film. That movie had more in common with like Heat than yeah. it had with any of mm-hmm. you know, or The Departed. Heat would have been so good if somebody had had a bat suit. But I think that they're trying to market these films now to the younger generation, and they're going, "Hey." If we, if the kids who are ten now, if we're making a movie for when they're twelve, they'll, you know, they'll be back. They'll be buying our toys and they'll be buying the things. And Spider Man will be big again. And then when they, when we're doing the sequel, they'll be fifteen. And then when we're doing the third one, they'll be eighteen. And that's our demographic. Boom, boom, boom. That's our structure. Because if we market it to the guys who are eighteen now, by the time we market the third one, it's what's going to happen with the last one. They're going to be in their late twenties and they're not going to like it anymore. They're going to be moved on. Yeah, they're fickle. And, 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 and the world's going to end anyway. Well, and, and let me also <laughs> throw a bit of cynicism in there, too. <laughs> Not I, on this show. I also think, Sir. to a certain degree, that the marketing people think to themselves, we can do this with the teenagers, and the geeks who go to see this, the geek male audience, they're not married and they can't get a woman anyway. So why do they want to watch? Well, I think they like being around. Marcus is uh, Marcus is absolutely right because a few of the people I know who absolutely love Spider-Man three are all under the age of twenty. And I know a good friend of ours, uh, uh, Jerry, his daughter Alyssa, loves Spider-Man more than just about anything. She yeah. saw Spider-Man three in theaters probably a dozen times and, and Jeff, freaking that, loved it. Isn't that part of it too that younger people? I mean, I I I love the Dark. I'm sorry, I love the Dark Knight, but I think I went to see it. Maybe twice. Yes. You know, my daughter went to see it like nine times. The, exactly. Because the yeah. kids will go see movies over and over again, whereas old folks we like don't us. Have time. Why Watchmen? We've got jobs. Yeah. It was marketed to it was marketed to thirty year old men, and then we didn't go enough to make its money back. I, I feel like shit for half the movies I missed during the course of the year. They're movies that should be that that I should be in line to see. The last movie I saw in theaters before Daybreakers was District Nine, and the only reason why I even got out to see it was because we had a spare three hours. Yeah. Right. 
We're too, you, you we're get, too fucking busy. You, you get over 25, you start having family, you start having kids, you start doing that. That's the Netflix generation. Mm-hmm. Those are the people who are waiting. How, I don't know how many true. fucking people that I know that I, I'll get online. I'll be like, just saw a great movie. And they'll be like, I'll put it in my Netflix queue. Uh, well, yeah. I, dude, well, dude I, just, I just barely saw Watchmen two months ago. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting tweets all the time from people going, I just watched Inglorious Bastards. You were right. I I'm like, still haven't seen it. Exactly. <laughs> and that's one it. of those movies. No. And see, again, I think it's the kids that are out seeing the movie three, four, five times. That's why Twilight's making money. I mean, for what it's worth, they're marketing it to right people. They're not marketing. Hey, what do you want to do? Let's go see Twilight. Hey, okay. It's housewives who have nothing else to do during the day and teenage kids who are going repeatedly because they have that disposable income. It doesn't mean anything. Right. Man. So, of course, they're going to sell. That's why the Hulk has flopped every single time because it's not – they're not making a Hulk smash. They're doing the cerebral and they're getting inside his head and yeah. they're trying to do all this. And that's, that's the problem is, is they want the next Spider-Man. It's going to be flashy. It's going to be big. It's going to be colorful. It's going to be – No it's scene gonna, over 30 seconds. It's, it's going to be – yeah, it's going to be that way. And I think Mark Webb is probably a great guy to be able to do that because he's going to have that humor and he's yes. going to have those moments of that. And he's going to allow a teenage girl to feel like – there's a relationship. I could date a superhero, and that's what they want. Now, they can that's... date a vampire. They can fuck a superhero. They can do all that. And Speaking that's of, the last two I wanna... movies did that. Talk about Twilight, dude. If they make a well, movie out of that last book, they will. I want to go on a big guy date, all of us, so we can we watch will. that. We will. I'll, I'll I see if I go. get last scene. I want to go on a... is it's going to be big... made into two movies. I want yes. to go on a big guy date to see oh. Avatar, because I still haven't seen that. I, haven't I was either. told I missed something, by the way, on that last Twilight in my rant. Somebody told me. She said, you know what, the end, when the Volteri show up, the little psychic baby makes them all hold hands and changes their minds about fighting, and everybody just leaves. <laughs> the psychic vampire baby holds hands with everybody, and that's the big finale. She goes, we don't need love. And they all hold hands, and then they leave. Somebody emailed me and goes, you missed that part. I, t- I told the other uh, sixth, wow. I told the other sixth grade teacher uh, at school about the end of Twilight, and yeah. she was just, her mouth was just I was, slack. She I, was just like, what? I was telling two film critics yesterday up at Sundance about it, and they're like, what? That happens? Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. We I can't wait see to this. see that. We got to see this. I, can't, I just want to see if she can emote getting grudge fucked. It's too, yes. <laughs> and, and somebody sent me excerpts from the book where she's like, she's talking because I guess it's written in like a first person. Like, so I'm standing in the mirror and I'm, trying to, I'm wondering how I'm going to cover my bruises with makeup. The face ones, I get, uh, face ones are the words I got to worry about. It's the ones on my arms. I can just wear a long sleeve shirt. She's like validating his beating and then. He's like, she's like, it wasn't your fault. And he's like, don't talk to me, Bella. Don't do like threatening her again. And I was like, this is this most fucked. Like, I'm going to read that book. I'm going to go buy. I'm going to read that book because it is literally the most fucked up thing well, I've good ever luck. heard. Good the, luck because if you enjoy reading. It's gonna, 175 million. But you're going to hate. I just you're going to hate those books because they're written Horribly. I just want to know if I just want to know if battered person's girls. advocacy is using that last book as a a guide to say, look, if this is happening in your life, that doesn't mean you need to validate the relationship. If this means wants, it's time to get you're the fuck your ass out. kicked by a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, it's happened to <laughs> Edward and Bella. We did that test so, on this show, and we yeah, determined so that they we've had come a, out uh, as geek show. It, we're if you're against dating rough a, sex, if you're uh, well, a teenager and you're dating a ninety year old guy that's beating the crap out of you. Get out. But just get out. He is 90. Rough that's, also, that's also <laughs> that's, fucked that's up. Like, <laughs> she's getting hate fucked by a 90-year-old man. Like, it's so screwy. Now you know how the playmates feel. Oh! 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 End of episode. That's where you know where it ends? You got it. I had so much more. It's over. No, no. This, this turd is ready to go to bed. Well, okay. Let's flush it. <laughs> Save it for the next episode. You can't beat that. All right. We're putting the turd to bed. Then. <laughs> name of the episode, now you know how the playmates feel. There you go. Done. All right. There's the, there's the name of it. All right. I'll do that. Uh, is there anything we need to do before we need we to thank we the sponsors? Go make sandwiches? Yeah. Well, and we need to make sure that uh, it's uh, movie night this Sunday. Come out for uh, Vampires oh, right. 8 Sparkly. Right. Two greatest vampire movies ever made. Uh, we got, Depending on whether you're a man or a woman. We got some Lost Boys happening. We got some... Uh, Bright night. You're so cool, Bruce. And uh, it's fun. also. You know what I watched uh, on on demand last what's night? That? Near Dark. Oh, great, what movie. A great movie. I want to do that. For yeah. Is that Catherine Bigelow? It uh, is. Yeah. And also, Lance, who, who is is it? Who is it? Is, no, who's the guy with the spurs that's cutting people's throats open in the bar? Isn't it Bill? Bill, Bill Paxton. Paxton. Bill Paxton when he's kicking open shit kickers' throats with the spurs on his. Th- oh, great movie. And uh, also, it's uh, benefit for my mom. Uh, so like passing the Viking yeah, knowledge. We'll bring, uh, the Viking yeah, knowledge. so uh, bring your 
bring money. I want to oh. tell you about that email. <laughs> that Euros. Oh, actually, okay. maybe I should pass this around instead as the charitable hat. Right. January 31st, it's 5 p.m. at Brewbies in Salt Lake City. want to thank 4 Plus Brewing. Uh, they will have their beers on tap. They're helping to pay for the party. Good beer. Here's hoping that it is not the last Geek Show movie night. The, the wife oh, told me. He says cryptically. The wife told me Sorry. that uh, we're going to be there whether I want to or not. Well, it's Bright Night and Lost Boys. Yeah. So good she movies. didn't ask us. And uh, you want to thank somebody for your hat? Yes. Willis from the forums. Andy Wilson from Austin, Texas. Oh, I'm going to see that dude on Thursday. Yeah. I complained that I didn't have a press hat. <laughs> and lo and behold, a package showed up out of the blue. With nice a, with with a fedora, a nice felt fedora. He's driving yeah. six hours to come to see me in San Angelo. On the guy's a good guy. He's like one of our uh, yeah. original listeners. This guy's rock yes. and roll, from, dude. From, from, yeah, he's OG. So you you better let him backstage to have some of your sandwiches. Yeah, I'll, I'll sandwich and vodka. Sandwich. Yeah, I'll, I'll bring some bread. <laughs> uh, can I? Do I have? Do I have a minute? Sure. I have to tell you this. As per as per my ranting, look, I understand. I got a lot of messages, and I got a lot of people who said all this stuff. Uh, most of the th- stuff I got was very positive. People agreed with me, and uh, and and it, to be honest, like I get in comic mode, and there's a lot of things. Like I went off about Haiti the other day. I wasn't. I was kidding. I just said it. You know, it wasn't that great to begin with. Why are we trying to fix it up? Uh, but it wasn't. It was. It was comic mode. But it, I mean, well, it is part the thing of is, though, my father-in-law's from Haiti. <laughs> right. It kind of sucks. Yeah. Uh, you know, you don't buy somebody a Lexus after they wreck their Camry. Is all I'm saying. But but my point is this. I got an email, and uh, to paraphrase this email, it was it said, "Dear Marcus, I don't understand why the members of the Geek Show allow you to be on their show. You're mm-hmm. not a geek. I can barely." I, I, she said, "I'm assuming it's a she, and I'll, you'll find out why." It said, "I can stand your chest beating, cock measuring, racist, misogynistic, anti-Semitic ranting, what? but how could you not find a problem with Avatar?" That was that was her thing. And I said, and, and then it went on and it said, <laughs> yes, and then it said, you're a bad person, and someday everyone will know. P.S. I'd still do you. This is what a fucking fuck? a legitimate I'm, hate email that I got. No, that's so fan mail. It was, not, it was not somebody, somebody, somebody accused me of being a misogynistic, racist, an anti-Semite. Uh, I'm not a geek. I shouldn't be on this show. But that's fine. It was the Avatar that you had a problem with. The fact that you couldn't see what was wrong with Avatar. You are an idiot. (laughs) Whoever you are. It's a crazy person. He's going to get talk radioed. No, let me... me, I I apologize. My... My drunk email. I okay, sent you. Yeah. I'm really sorry. And the funny thing I, was, it was anonymous from this like email that they had created for right. sending this, uh, and then they'd still I do me. That. So you know what? I will tell you this: whoever you are, send me your information, <laughs> and I will come to your house and I'll hate fuck the shit out of you. <laughs> oh God. Okay, it was you want me. her to wear her Bella outfit? I don't care it, if it you're was a me, guy or I a girl. I don't care. I'm I will hate fuck the shit out of you, and you'll love vampire, it. Baby. We were no. I just I thought that was the funniest thing I, ever. I guess we're not putting this turd to bed. I thought, okay. No, I just had to say that. I just no, I, it, I, I, it, I, I, it just I, I, ate at me that it wasn't like first. Don't accuse me of being all this shit and then say that's fine. And then that, you <laughs> but would, it's Avatar that you have a problem with. What a fuck. But we'd still do you. Yeah, but I'd still do you. <laughs> I'd still do. Let's that's, take a pal, let's take a poll of the panel. How many of us would still do Marcus? Even though we know all these things. You know, oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. I don't know if you were maybe happy, Marcus, because Angry Marcus is a real turnoff for me. Yeah, Angry, really? Angry Marcus works in the bedroom. Oh well, I could see that. <laughs> I mean, maybe if we had some some which gymnastic is, which, equipment. Well, that's why be. Marcus and I make love in the living room. Yep, <laughs> that's where the gentle holding happens. All right. Now you know how a playmate feels. <laughs> go get my robe on. Uh, is that good? We we take care of everything. Oh oh wait 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 one more thing. Uh, hate hump more ham. Oh. <laughs>
Serás 